It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. I tell you what, Rich, I am making an announcement. The election is over. No more political ads? <laughs> no more <laughs> politics, no more this or that lying and millions and millions of dollars being put in. What a... What a mess we've just gone through. What a mess we've just gone through. Some bright spots. Yeah. But I tell you what, this is what's most important, and this is our opening song uh, with Carol Robertson. Here it is. Before I went to sleep last night, I thanked the Lord for the gift of life, knowing I may not see another day. With his arms of mercy, I was embraced. My heart was filled with peace and grace. And I woke up to another day. Another day, a precious life. And don't let it pass you by. Give the Lord your best And realize that we've been blessed God has given us another day We have no promise of another day Close to the Lord We need to stay In case we never see Another sunrise Tomorrow May never come And if God wills It shall be done And another day Will be mine Another day, a precious life And don't let it pass you by Give the Lord your best And realize that we've been blessed God has given us another day Another day, a precious life And don't let it pass you by Give the Lord your best And realize that we've been blessed God has given us another day Amen, amen, amen. That's a good word of encouragement. It really is. Another day, another day to do the right thing. 
by the way, folks, I'm glad I voted. It didn't all work out the way I wanted it to, but I did do what I knew I should do, and I voted. Let me ask you, folks, did you vote? Did you vote? Now, uh, after it was all over, I was looking at my phone in the morning, and uh, Rich had sent a message, and when I read it, I thought, wow, I wonder where he got that. It's right on. It's right on. And then I asked him where he got that, and he, he said, well, that's just came out of his heart and out of his mind. I want him to share it with you today. Go ahead, Rich, and, and, uh, and read it yes, for Yes, well, thank you, Dad. These are some of the thoughts that were rolling around uh, in the morning after the election. I, I wrote, good news, God is still on the throne. This nation is in for a shaking. Politics flows downstream from culture, and culture flows downstream from religion. This nation needs a Great Awakening-style revival. Second Chronicles 7.14 is the formula for revival. God's Word will not return void. It's our eternal hope. It needs to be proclaimed with boldness, power, and conviction. God can prepare hearts to receive it. Our role is to be faithful, bold, and courageous, as in Joshua 1.8. Then we watch God move. His timing is perfect. And someone said, we don't fight for victory, we fight from victory. The battle has already been won. Anyway, those were the thoughts rolling around in my head and my heart this morning. The work we do proclaiming the truth of God's Word all day, every day, is more important than ever. Than ever before. Than ever before. You know what's rolling around in my head too, Rich? That so much of the contention centered around uh, abortion. And by that I mean taking the life of an innocent human being. Taking the life of an innocent human being because society doesn't care. There's adoption. There's all kinds of ways to take care of that little baby. But if you don't want it and no one else wants it, uh, then abortion is flaring up and never more so than in this last election that I can possibly remember. Um, Here's a song, however, that means a lot to me because when all is said and done, it's whatever we can do for the Lord as an instrument of His. And we sure do need revival in America. Here it is. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There were times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave me Blessed consolation That my trials only come To make me strong And God, 
goes right along with the revival that you were Andre talking about. Andre Crouch wrote that. Do you remember that? I sure do remember it. I was thinking of Andre Crouch when I was listening to that song right now. And it's true today, just as it was true when he yeah, wrote it. I tell you what, now that the election is all over and everything, we're having kind of a family meeting here with the Bot Radio Network family, aren't we? And let's hear what the listeners have to say. Here's a lady. My name is Angela. I live in Wichita, Kansas. I'm a truck driver, and it keeps me going. And I cannot count the time in my life when I'm going through a struggle. And I'll be praying over it. And the next thing I know, some message by someone is speaking about what I'm going through. There's no way I could ever thank you all enough. And God bless Bot Radio. Uh, well, uh, thank you. Well, dear lady, dear lady, it's for people like you that Bot Radio Network has been on the air for the past 60 years. God bless you. I call those divine appointments where <laughs> God causes a person to tune in just at the right moment to hear something they need. All right, here's a gentleman. We thank God for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 60 years. Thank God. What a blessing. Amen. <laughs> 60 years. This weekend, in fact. Yes, and we'll be talking about that next week, won't we? Giving the whole story of that. Um, Rich, you know, everything just we've said and you've said and everything so far, I want to ask each of our listeners, does your anchor still hold? Does your anchor hold? Is it really anchored properly? Uh, I've dropped an anchor or two in the water, you know, when I didn't want the boat to, <laughs> to drift downstream. Sometimes the anchor doesn't hold, and you didn't do it right, or you didn't do it well. You have to have that anchor set in All something right. solid. Now, there's a gentleman by the name of Lawrence Tuning, C-H-E-W-N-I-N-G, and he wrote that song. Yes. My Anchor Holds. Let's hear, let's hear this now. And I want to sing you a song that's uh, real special to me. It was written about uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. And I want to tell you just a little story behind it before I sing it. Uh, have you ever had a year where just everything happens wrong at the same time? Anybody ever had a year like that? We had one of those years, uh, 1992. And uh, my wife and I call it our year of sorrows because it was just an accumulation of, of one sad thing after the next. It started out with the death of my father, who was just a wonderful man, a godly man. I was in the room with him when he died. Um, my wife was facing some potentially serious health problems at the time. Uh, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was a burnout pastor. I was in the middle of real burnout. Uh, our church has just been a wonderful church, and it was in the middle of some real division. And then the summer of that year, uh, my wife uh, had her third miscarriage. And uh, I remember uh, praying for that little child for months that God would keep it in her womb and, and would let us have that child. And I remember when I got the call that uh, my wife had been taken to the hospital and I needed to come on up um, and meet her uh, right away. I remember racing to that hospital and just praying my heart out, you know, God, I just really want that child. I remember walking in the door of that hospital room and my wife turned to me and she said, do you know yet we lost him? He was a little boy. And uh, she said, the nurse wanted you to see him if you wanted to. And there lying on a little pillow was 
my uh, 13-week-old uh, unborn son, and uh, he was about the size of my hand. And I remember holding that little baby in my hand and, and looking up at the uh, ceiling and just crying out to God and basically saying, God, I love you. I've loved you since I was a child, but I just don't understand you. I don't understand what good could come out of this at all. And, you know, you start feeling like, well, you know, aren't I serving you, Lord? Aren't I doing my best for you? Why one more blow? And that blow sent uh, my wife and I both into a real season of, of discouragement and depression and uh, things that I'd read about, about the long dark, dark night of the soul where you know the Bible says God is there and yet you can't feel him anywhere. We went through that for a few months and I was pastoring a church, like I said, and I took a sabbatical from pastoring uh, for six months and I just wanted to be alone with God, just wanted to get through this thing and um, what I started doing was playing the piano again. For hours at a time, I would go down and I would just play the piano. And that was real therapy for me. And one day I found myself playing a song and uh, it, I had never heard it before. And after a while I realized I had never heard it before because I was in the process of writing it at the time. And um, it took a while for me to catch on to that. But I remember finding myself singing in, in my deep uh, discouragement. The anchor holds, though the ship is battered. And that's just how I felt at that time. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I've fallen on my knees as I uh, face the raging seas. But the anchor holds in spite of the storm. And you know, after a while, I had this long song. It was like uh, 10 minutes, 11 minutes, 12 minutes long. And I really thought it was just something that helped me through a hard time. You know, it really did help me. And um, through a set of circumstances, I, I went up and saw Ray Bolts in concert up in Maine. I was living in Massachusetts at the time. And we began to just chat about the last year. And I told him it's been a rough year. But God has helped me through a song he gave me called The Anchor Holds. And a few months later, Ray gave me a call and said, uh, uh, would you care if I recorded it? And here's a world famous singer now. He's not the kid stumbling down the steps at the coffee house now. He's this world famous singer. And I don't have a job anymore. I've resigned from pastoring. And I'm thinking, how am I gonna ever make a living? And Ray calls me. And I said, Ray, you can sing it, but uh, it's a long, long song. You can do whatever you want to with it, but I know it's too long. Ray took that song and broke it down into something that would work and he created a bridge and, and collaborated on it and came up with the version that we hear today. And he recorded that song and uh, I just want to tell you that uh, when he went to, to uh, put it on the radio, he at first was met with less than enthusiastic reception. Uh, and uh, I guess the first time around they, they didn't release it. And Ray, God bless him, um, went back and said, I really want you to reconsider this song. It seems to have an effect on people when I sing it. And they humored him and put it out. And, and you know, the rest of, that's the rest of the story. That we're still singing it today. But I want you to know that that song is coming from down way down in my heart. It was not an attempt to rhyme something and create something that would sell. It was coming from my deep inner 
uh, heartbreak and brokenness. And I want to sing it to you tonight. Um, maybe you're sitting here and you're going through a storm. There is life after the storm. There is an anchor and it really does hold. I have journeyed through the long dark night. Out on the open sea. My faith alone, sight unknown. Yet his eyes are watching me. The anchor holds. The ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I have fallen on my knees. As I face the raging seas, the anchor holds. In spite of the storm, I've had visions.
was just listening to that he was talking about a little a little baby a little baby hold and the anchor held his faith did not give way and I was thinking of the politicians for heaven's sake that were bragging about being pro-abortion and so glad they weren't pro-life and they were bragging and making that part of their campaign and then some of the pro-life candidates but then they didn't want to talk about abortion because all the media has made it seem so popular and seem so so uh, right up front, you know. And what a sad thing. Mm-hmm. What a sad thing that the life of a human being not yet born is treated so cheaply by a society that ought to know better. No. And frankly, he mentioned about being a pastor and having gone through this deep water himself. And I was thinking of the churches that haven't mentioned it, the churches that haven't taken it seriously. And very soon now we're going to be coming into Christmas and celebrate the Christ child born in a manger because they didn't have a big budget. <laughs> they didn't have a place, a nice hospital. But the Christ child came to us as an unborn child. Doesn't that mean something to people in churches who should think about it and then contemplate the science of it? When does that human being begin? I would like to see someone defend the fact that the human being does not begin at the moment of conception. Science right. has proven it. Well, that's why I that's why I say in my heart in my head that that there's this nation is in for a shaking yeah. and we need to make sure that we are anchored 
in the truth of God's right, Word. Let's get into some listener comments. Oh, we've got quick. some great yeah, ones. Right, now listen. Hi, uh, I'm calling from Rapid City, and I want to let you know what programs I especially enjoy. I like Pastor Jeffress, and I like Tony Perkins, and I especially like the Father-Son program on Saturday mornings at 6.30. I'm laying in bed and turning on my radio. And by the way, this Sunday is my birthday, and I'm turning 86 years old, and I love you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> 86. We heard from a lady that listens in her truck, and now we've heard from a lady that listens in her bed. So you're turning 86. I just turned 89. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Uh, now listen to this gentleman. This is Rake listening to Bot Radio in St. Louis on KSIV-FM. My wife, Ruth, and I began listening to Bot Radio when we lived in Kansas City in the early 1960s, when it was a daytime-only AM station, I believe. My clock radio is tuned to Bot Radio. It comes on at 5.30 in the morning. We thank you for the wonderful broadcast you provide every day. Uh-huh. God bless you. All right, now here's a lady. I love listening to Bot Radio Network as a stay-at-home mom. My husband's gone for a lot of hours in the day, and it just gives me a clarity in the day and focus on the Lord and really can grow in the Lord. And I'm so thankful to you and all that you do. So thank you for your efforts in, in the kingdom of God, and may God bless you. Oh, and, right. Dad, this next one, this man got saved listening to Bot Radio right, Network. Let's, let's hear it. I'm a Bot Radio listener. I'm calling from Kansas. I was 16 years old when abortion became legal in 1973. For 39 years, I was pro-choice in support of abortion rights. Seven years ago, my life changed. I came to know the Lord through Bot Radio. And it was through the sound, biblical teachings about radio. It changed my political views, including abortion. Today, I'm pro-life, and my question Number. to those who support abortion is, if life does not begin at conception, when does it begin? Where do you draw the line between living and non-living? And how do you know where and when the line has been drawn correctly? I want to thank Bot Radio for having the courage to defend the rights of unborn children. Mm, uh-huh. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you for listening. Quick, the listener comment line, we'd love to hear from you, too, is 1-800-345-2621. That's 800-345-2621. All right, and this is Dick Bott with another chapter of The Complete Story with my son, Rich. And uh, as a public service, we'll see you later. <laughs> 